Fellowship Church's devotional podcast, devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Well, thank you for joining us. Our passage for today is going to be quick. It comes from Matthew 26, starting in verse 30. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. This passage occurs right after the Lord's Supper, where Jesus celebrates the Passover with his disciples, and before he goes to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane and is ultimately betrayed and crucified. And we find here Jesus and his disciples singing a hymn. And if we believe uh, that nothing is put in Scripture uh, that we don't need, the opposite of which would be everything that is in Scripture is there for a purpose, then we're meant to draw something from this simple transitional sentence that Jesus and his disciples sang a hymn together. How much would you have wanted to be there in that moment? to hear the voice of Jesus singing a song. I wonder what his voice sounded like. Is it deep and rich? Or, you know, personally, I like to believe he was a nice tenor with a high voice, like myself. We don't know. But what a special moment that I'm sure the disciples remembered. Well, it shows up here in the scriptures. That after the Lord's Supper... When Jesus said and did some strange things, he washed their feet. He told them that they must eat his body and drink his blood. And and then before going to the garden, before the crucifixion, they have this moment together where they sing a hymn. And you might be thinking, well, I wonder what they sang. What did they sing? Their last song together before Jesus was crucified. Well, the good news is um, we don't have to guess. It doesn't tell us specifically, but we don't have to make an uneducated guess, because it was traditional that after celebrating the Passover, the Jewish people would sing the Hallel. It's a section of Psalms that we have in our Bibles today, uh, Psalm 113 to 118. This would have been the song, most likely, that Jesus and his disciples would have sung in this moment, in this transition, uh, from celebrating together to the crucifixion, to the darkest night of their lives, to the darkest night ever. And I'm not going to read all of these. Uh, Traditionally, they would sing sort of the end, so probably Psalm 115 to 118. But I'm going to start in 116, and I might skip around a little bit. But I want to read some of these passages in the light of Jesus singing these with his disciples before going to the crucifixion. Psalm 116, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call upon him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me. The pangs of Sheol laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. 
I believed even when I spoke, I am greatly afflicted. I said in my alarm, all mankind are liars. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Let's skip ahead a little bit. This is Psalm 117. Praise the Lord, all nations. Extol him, all peoples, for great is his steadfast love toward us. And the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. And this is a little bit from Psalm 118. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All nations surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me on every side. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They went out like a fire among thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. I was pushed hard so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Glad songs of salvation are in the tent of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord exalts. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. The Lord has disciplined me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. Pay attention to this one. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Do you think that the disciples remembered Jesus' voice singing those words after he was resurrected, realizing that God had worked salvation? And these are the themes we see throughout these verses, that in your moment of distress, in affliction, in danger, and persecution, we call upon the name of the Lord. Our God saves. He has steadfast love. He works salvation for his people. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Jesus and his disciples sang these words together before he went to the cross, before he died, to bring about salvation, to, to be with us in our affliction. Quite literally, Jesus took our affliction so that we might have life together forever with him. What a beautiful moment that must have been. And we can go back and read this Psalm 113 to Psalm 118 and read those in the light of what God has done for us through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, the gospel, the good news of our salvation. And so what's our takeaway? When we are facing difficulty, when we are walking into hardship, it might be that we need to praise that we need to sing to God. This is not the only occurrence of this happening in Scripture. Another one that comes to mind is in the book of Acts. Uh, When Paul and Silas are in prison, what do we find them doing? They're chained in a Roman jail, and they're singing hymns. They're singing songs to God in their worry, in their difficulty, in their persecution. So we too, when we are facing things that are beyond our ability to handle, we can do like Jesus and praise the Lord call out to him being honest about how we're feeling and how we need him to work salvation on our behalf. And praise the Lord, he invites us to do it. 
God, we look forward to hearing your voice one day in person. Maybe we too will get to hear Jesus sing hymns with our own ears uh, that, are, that are working perfectly, God, that are in perfection with no sin to get in the way. Um, but Lord, we thank you for this little picture of Jesus and his disciples singing, God, may we, when we face difficulties, choose to worship. As that Casting Crown song says, to praise you in the storm. This is our way through. We'll give you all the glory for it. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk Church Family. You are loved. Have a blessed day.